Hi, this is James Jude Courtney, Michael Myers from Halloween 2018. Hey guys, this is Anthony Michael Hall, Tommy Doyle from Halloween Kills. And you're listening to Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. And you're listening to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Stay tuned. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Just want to thank all of our fans and listeners. We really appreciate all support. You guys are awesome. Before we get into tonight's film, I just want to give a quick shout-out to our website, don'tgooutthere.com. My man Brian has done a fantastic job with the website. He's got it looking great. Everything about our podcast is on there. All of our episodes and interviews from episode one to our weekly release. If you want to check out all of our episodes there, maybe you have an office job, don't have access to your phone, you can listen on your desktop computer. We've done some incredible interviews in the past with some of the biggest names in horror, uh, some of your favorite slashers, uh, writers, directors. Check out our interviews if you haven't heard those yet. We got our store. We got some new T-shirts. Uh, Brian and Dustin have done some fantastic designs if you want to check those out. And we also have Shan's Etsy page attached as well if you want to grab a Tumblr. And we also have our social media, fa- uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, we love interacting with our fans. We love, you know, meeting new people. We love answering your comments and questions on the air. So definitely check us out on social media. And the last thing I want to shout out is our Patreon. We call it Blood Donors. We have the traditional monthly reoccurring kind. You're a big fan of our podcast, a big fan of our show. You want to help support us. That option is available. And we also have one-time donations if you want to donate and, you know, have a, if you have a film review you want us to do, that option is available as well. Really excited to do this episode. This is something, you know, I just thought of on a whim. Uh, I'm glad my, all my co-hosts joined me. We're going to take the next, you know, 30 minutes or so. Just we're going to reflect on the David Gordon Green Halloween trilogy. Three of our most popular episodes there. It's three, epi- or I'll say kills and ends were because, you know, Halloween 18 was already out by the time we started this podcast. But. We had a lot of people asking us about Halloween kills, Halloween ends once they dropped. Wanted our thoughts ready for our episode to drop on it. And if you look at our numbers, they, they both did really well when we released them. You know, going back to the logo, it always benefits us listener wise. Anyways, uh, I'm really excited to just talk about this trilogy. It's got a lot of really good positives and a lot of obvious negatives, which, you know, we'll get into our general thoughts. Uh, I'll stop talking for now. I'll let Brian kick us off with just some general thoughts on the entire trilogy. Oh, general thoughts on the trilogy, I would say mixed. Uh, I think the first two really did enough to justify the trilogy being made. You know, and then the last one ruined the entire thing for me. So it's hard to to not look at them as a whole. But but just my general thoughts, if it took getting the third one to get 18 and kills, I'll still take it just because I think those two are great entries into the franchise. I don't have any issue ignoring the third one like like it doesn't exist. And you know what? This goes back to what we were talking about a little bit before, Dustin, but you're a, you're a completionist, so it bothers you like it doesn't bother me at all to just act like a sequel doesn't exist. I mean, you you yeah. saw my, my movie collection. I, if I didn't like it, it didn't exist to me, so I don't have a problem with that. So I, you know what? I'm starting to, starting to understand you a little bit more. So funny story what he's talking about, his movie collection. I uh... – had a come up and I inherited all these Blu-rays and DVDs and pause, pause yourself, Nico. And, uh, 
there would be franchises where Brian would have like numbers one, two, five, and six in a franchise. I'm like, where the fuck is three and four? So I had to go out to Amazon and, <laughs> and complete it. I had to finish the story. Go He's ahead. like, where's three and four? And I'm like, yeah, that didn't exist. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had to Cody Rose that shit. Except he hasn't, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so my general thoughts. Look, I love the Halloween franchise. Uh, just in general, Michael Myers is my favorite horror movie villain. I, I made that no secret. Halloween 78 is my favorite. So I was very excited in 2018 before we started this show. Like I was really locked into that whole ride like from the very beginning. I've explained all that. So just my general overall thoughts is pretty positive. Now ends, I mean, look, as a, as its own separate thing, I'm not a big fan. I know I rated it a five. Uh, part of me was just trying to be a little positive because it was maybe the last Michael. It's not going to be. But it, it, if, if it was the last Michael Myers movie we ever saw, I was trying to kind of enjoy that and embrace that. But overall, the trilogy, that's some pretty positive thoughts, man. I completely agree with what Brian said, though. He like It's like he took it right from my brain. If we had to have ends in order to get 2018 and kills, then it was fucking worth it. Because I really love 2018, and kills continues to grow on me the more times I watch it. Um, pretty positive thoughts on the trilogy. However, I will slander David Gordon Green for making the piece of crap that I hate even more every time I think about it. That is Halloween in. So it's really, it's crazy. It's like eating, it's like eating a full pizza, like a full medium pizza, and you get to the last piece of your favorite kind of pizza, and then somebody threw fucking anchovies on that shit. That's how I feel about it. I'm like, God damn it. Right here at the end is when you drop the fucking ball. So uh, th that's my general thoughts on the trilogy as a whole. Yeah, so, you know, I'm a big fan of the franchise. Um, Michael Myers is one of my favorites. You son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Couldn't even finish it. <laughs> All right, so it's not one of my favorites, but it's not one of my least favorites. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a pretty good franchise here and there. Like, there's movies that I like. Now, I was excited about 2018 Halloween. Uh, when I saw the trailers, I was like, oh, hell yeah, this looks like a fresh take on it. The last one we saw was Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. And... Yeah, um, I love Rob Zombie, but that movie was acid. Um, you know, I, I, I wanted to be excited about this trilogy, and then 2018 came out, and I'm like, hell yeah, this is I love this. And then Halloween Kills came out, and I was like, well, that that wasn't really a movie. That was just an extension of the first movie. There was no plot advancement. It was just, yeah, it all happens on the same night, but... There's no new plot points. It's just Michael Myers on a killing rampage. Uh, and then the third one came along and it's like, what the fuck? So this, this, this trilogy to me is like Pablo Picasso started painting and then handed over the paintbrush to a blind kid and let the blind kid finish it. I'll, I'll go with my general thoughts. I, I kind of, I agree with you, Mike. It's kind of like your pizza analogy, but I'll use a different food analogy. It's like saving that last curly fry. That you were like, this is the best one of the of the basket. I'm about to eat this bitch last. And then like somebody takes it from you, or or you drop it on the ground or something like, like, what did I do to deserve this? Uh, like like Dustin mentioned, I didn't see any of the Halloween movies in the theaters until 2018. 2018, whenever that first trailer dropped, like I had the chills. Like holy shit, I get to see a Halloween movie in theaters. This is gonna be awesome. 
Uh, I really, really like Halloween 2018. I thought it was a great legacy sequel. You could, you could have honestly ended it right there and they would have been perfectly fine. Uh, I really like Halloween kills. Like whenever we did our review, I gave it an eight and a quarter, I believe. I, I'm, I'm even higher than that now. Like I enjoy the fuck out of that movie. It's fun. It is. There's not much plot to it. I'll agree with Dustin with that, but. You finally get to see Michael Myers be the embodiment of evil, the shape. Mm -hmm. Like, he's killing the fuck out of these people. We had James U. Courtney on our show twice. The second time his team reached out to us to be honest, like, hey, them motherfuckers know what they're doing. We need to be on that show again. And, and you know, we accommodated him. He's he's the best to ever wear that mask, in my opinion. So that is where my frustration kicks in, like Mike said. Halloween ends wasted him. That's my biggest frustration. You had the best actor how many movies are we at now in this franchise? I don't even know. But you took this long to find your best actor, and you wasted him in the last one. You let a, a teenager beat or like a college well, kid beat him up. It's just frustrating. So, you know, and I'll agree with 100% with you, Mike and Brian. If it took getting ends to get 2018 kills, I'll take it. But I still vehemently hate Halloween ends for what it did. Uh, let's jump into Halloween 2018 itself. Uh Mike, you want to kick us off? Uh, general thoughts, or not general thoughts, but just give me your positives five years later after it's released. Sure. Uh, I really think the whole thing is positive. It is a great portrayal of Laurie Strode, in my opinion. Just I, I, That movie gets compared to H20 a lot, and one, I think it's a better film. You could make the argument that the Laurie Strode character is better in, in, in H20, but I, I would kind of push back against that. So I think Laurie Strode is a big positive. I think Michael Myers, as you mentioned, James Drew Courtney, is fucking fantastic in that film. Um, I used to kind of argue back with you when you said he was the best to ever don the mask. I don't think there's any question now that he's the best Michael Myers that we've had on screen so far. And that's no disrespect to Nick Castle or anything, but he only did it, you know, once. And James Drew Courtney's now done it three times and done it really, really well. Uh, hey, I that, think they did. There ain't nothing wrong with Silver. <laughs> hey, if you ain't first, you're last, though. Uh, I I think they do a great job of catching the fall atmosphere, which is sometimes missing from a Halloween movie, which is insane to me. When you get a Halloween film that doesn't capture that mood and atmosphere that I, that I keep repeating myself on. But it has to have that. And I think it does a great job of capturing what Haddonfield would feel like 40 years later. Uh, and I, you know... I've taken some slack for this, but I like the characters. There's really, you know, outside of the sheriff, who I think is pointless, I, I really do like mostly all the characters. Uh, you got fucking Coach Yost. Uh <laughs> He'll always be Coach Yost to me. Uh, well, I mean, got he deserved what's coming to the city after taking Alan out. <laughs> Yo, take my boy out. <laughs> Yo. Anyway. Uh, no, no, I mean, Judy Greer's here. Uh, even Ray, who I think serves no fucking purpose, is I can laugh at myself now. I don't take it as seriously as I did then, although peanut butter on my penis is a really big negative for that film. Uh, I, I really love the family dynamic of the three generations of Strode women. I think that was done really well. You mentioned it being the perfect legacy sequel. I think it's pretty damn close. You know, that and, and the and Scream 5, I think, do a really good job of capturing the old and adding in some new. I like, I love the kills in Halloween 2018. I think they're all really well done. Uh, and the music. How could I go without hyping up this? I think the music is, the music for 2018 and kills may be the best in the franchise. 
Yeah. I don't think that's any like hot take or anything. Like I think if you put those two on one album together, they knock it out of the fucking park. Um, and, and again, I think it's pretty much all positive. Uh, my negatives, if I had to have any would be, uh, you know, peanut butter on my penis, uh, thing, you know, a little too much comedy for me. I don't mind a little bit in there, but you could tell that Danny McBride had to throw a few lines in there. And I like Danny McBride, but you could tell he just kind of throws them in there. And, and, and I plan on watching this movie this weekend at some point. So I'm curious to see how I feel that, but like, I, I think nothing will change. I love the movie. Yeah, I, I would, I would firmly place it number two in my Halloween r- rankings as of right now. It's streaming on the cock right now if you want to watch it to anybody who's listening. Uh, Halloween 2018 thoughts. Really, really, I still really <laughs> like it. Definitely top two or three for me, uh, just depending on my mood. Uh, I think it's a fantastic legacy sequel. I agree with Mike. That, you know, there's some nitpicks, some some misplaced comedy, peanut butter on my penis, not a big fan of that. Uh, but I, I agree with Mike. Like, I love Judy Greer. Like, I think I'm the biggest fan of Judy Greer through – the first two movies, I really loved her in the second one as well. Uh, I think, like you mentioned, all three Strode women are great. I love Andy Matichak. Looking forward to meeting her at Spooky Empire in a few weeks. I think she's fantastic as Allison. And I like I like Laurie Strode's character too. And I think if anybody listens to this podcast knows that I'm not the biggest Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode fan, but I think they did a I think they did her character justice for this movie. I liked how they set her house up as a big trap for when and Michael inevitably comes back. Not the biggest fan of how Michael gets free. It's kind of like, man, nah, we've already done this, but you know, you got to get him free somehow. Uh, James U. Courtney, fantastic job. The only negatives really is just a few misplaced humor. And I guess I'm skipping into my negatives already, but fuck it. I'll just go ahead and do mine. Uh, some misplaced humor. And I don't think it has anywhere near enough, like really cool Halloween shots, if that makes any sense. Like if you watch 1978, it's got so many, like, so many stills that are just, you know, iconic. I've got, you know, several. That's very fair. Very. I've fair. got them. I've yeah. got them saved in my phone. Like, there's so many good stills from that one. I don't think this one has that many good stills, but it does have one of the best scenes where, you know, Halloween night, Michael, the one shot going through the house, you know, with getting the hammer, killing the old lady, getting the knife, then kills the other. One. That's that's one of the best shots in the entire franchise. I love it. And you know, Brian's favorite scene. The bathroom, dropping the teeth over the stall. I think that's really good. Uh, yeah, and I love Judy Greer's line at the end. Gotcha, and shoots him in the neck. I think Halloween 2018's really up there. Uh, I think I gave it a nine and a quarter, four, almost four years ago when we <laughs> rated it or reviewed it. I'm still probably around the same rating. I really like the movie. Uh, Brian, <laughs> you want to do your general thoughts or your positives for Halloween 18? Yeah, I kind of mixed them both in here, so I'll kind of do like you did, but – um, I, I think I would say that, again, this movie's flawed, but it's overall good. I think they really missed on some choices in that movie. I think, again, like I mentioned in our review, Lori should have been the one to drunkenly crash into the bus and cause the wreck. I think her having PSD, uh, PTSD from 78 end up being the cause of what brings him back anyway, I think would have been an awesome touch, bringing things full circle, um, almost willing it into existence would have been cool. I don't really care for the Sartain twist still. And I think too many people like Hawkins uh, take too many wounds to still be alive in this franchise throughout these three movies. I think with, with that, I I think um, like you mentioned, the bathroom teeth scene is still my favorite in the entire franchise, not just these three. 
Um, the motion detector kill of the of Oscar was amazing. Um, the that one shot on Halloween night with the trick or treating still just fucking fantastic. The score, like you mentioned, fantastic. Um, Julian's scene is great up until you know the point he gets upstairs. Um, I went into detail on that pretty in depth in our review. Myers, like you mentioned, fantastic. Courtney cemented himself, you know, in this one as, as amazing, thanks to the writing and direction. Um, the scene with him putting on the mask, I'll still die on the hill that it should have been at night, like I said. But in general, great scene. Overall, though, I think the movie got better for me since we reviewed it, only because the rest of the trilogy, what the rest of the trilogy kind of gave us as a whole. But if I had to use a word for 2018, I would still use flawed. I, I still, I, I still feel like a lot of the changes. I didn't even mention here, but a lot of the changes I would make to it or that some other people have mentioned would make it better. It's still good as a legacy sequel, but and I'm glad it's in the franchise, but it's still below kills for me. Ryan, you said that uh, you would you you like it more seeing what kills and ends added to it. That's kind of like when you see a girl and you're like, ah, she's all right. Then her friends show up and like, Jesus, that girl is beautiful, actually, in comparison. But <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going to preface this by saying that um, I haven't watched these movies in a, in a while, to be honest with you, since we did Halloween Ends was the first last time that I watched this trilogy. Um, and as you all know, I'm suffering from CTE, so I can't remember shit. I'm just going to kind of piggyback on some things that I do remember that you guys have touched on. So I agree. It's a great way to pick up after the original. We kind of get a redo, another chance to um, rewrite, you get a fresh take on the aftermath of what happened on that night in 1978. And so I like that. I think James Hugh Courtney is a fantastic Michael Myers, the best Michael Myers. And I'm not just saying that because he's a friend of the show. I truly mean that. Uh, and the biggest positive of this entire trilogy is Andy Matichak, just her, not necessarily her character, just her. Um, my negatives, I'll say, yeah, some of the dialogue was either out of place or, or felt forced or didn't feel genuine. And I do remember that being an issue. Uh, and I like what you said, Nico, about how this one didn't really have any of those iconic Halloween shots. Could have used more. Um, so I'll agree with that. And then um, I definitely agree that, uh, you know, with what you said, what you pitched there, Brian, with, you know, having Lori been the one that, uh, you know, that with the, the wreck and everything, I think that would have been a nice addition as well. Uh, it would have been better than what we got. So, but overall, I mean, this is, a solid movie. Uh, I, it's definitely one of my favorites in the franchise. Absolutely. And uh, one more positive I'm going to give is I thought there were some good side characters too. Vicky. I, th I really like Vicky. She's awesome. Uh, and one thing I will slightly disagree. I can't remember what I said in the Halloween 2018 review. I haven't listened to it in three years probably. But I do think David Gordon Green did a pretty decent job capturing that the Halloween atmosphere. I don't, I mean, it wasn't as good as, you know, the original, but I think he did a fine job and the characters are likable, like Vicky, you yep. know, Allison. I mean, I like those characters, so that works. Uh, we'll move on to Halloween kills now. Like I mentioned, I'll go ahead and go first, knock out my positives and negatives, you know, two years after it's been released. I, I've grown to love this movie. I got a Halloween kill shirt on. It's got one of the coolest, I, I, it's my favorite scene in the entire franchise. Michael coming out of the inflamed house, killing all the uh, firefighters which caused a big protest online, which just proves how soft this country is. Uh, that scene is awesome. The way James described how that scene was done, how he had to keep his eyes closed and just memorize the steps to get out of the house because it was so hot in the house. He couldn't even keep his eyes open. 
incredible dedication by the greatest to ever put on the shapes mask. Absolutely love James U. Courtney. Shout out to him. Other positives, the flashback scenes, the opening. I mean, how can you not mention how incredible this opening is? But you know, with the flashbacks, it's fantastic. It looks just like 1978 Halloween. Uh, Aaron Armstrong, who portrayed that, you know, the throwback Myers. Fantastic job. The, the way the, the blue is lit and, uh, Dr. Loomis bringing him back. No deep fake. You know, you got an actor and you did the voice. Fantastic job. I can't give David Gordon Green enough credit for those flashback scenes. I think they're fantastic. Uh, the kill at the end, you know, with the mob, I do like that. I wish they would have shown the kills a little more with, uh, Myers, you know, killing them instead of the zoom ins on them. I really like that. I, I enjoy the hell out of this movie. I think the kills are great. Uh, it's good to see this town trying to get revenge on what's caused it so much havoc. I know a lot of us aren't a big fan of, you know, the the mob mentality, but I like it. However, to this day, Evil Dies Tonight is still way, it's brought up way too much in the movie. Uh, the hospital scenes are too much. And uh, I think my biggest positive is the fact that there wasn't a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis in it. So, anywho, uh, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It was a it was a lot more Judy Greer as well, and I'm a big fan of her mm-hmm. character. I li- I like her character in the in this uh, in the two movies she's in. Uh, Brian, you want to do your you know you were the biggest fan off rip of the movie. Yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm right there with you, brother. It, I mean, if we ever re rank these, I might shock y'all and put it first. So uh, go ahead, Brian. <laughs> I, I didn't write this, but I completely agree with the evil dust tonight thing. That is a negative for me, uh, but this one still. My favorite in this trilogy, you know, and and probably there's no probably like it's definitely top three in the entire franchise. If I had to put it somewhere, um, I still love the flashback scene. Like you mentioned, it's it's so well done. It adds so much to the original and it was painstakingly done. You can tell with care from David Gordon Green. Uh, again, the score is fantastic. Uh, the biggest thing about this one was the atmosphere. You know, I kind of disagree with Mike and I think I remember bitching about it when we did the review of 18, if I recall, but the atmosphere was a touch off to me in, in, in 18, but this one to me, it felt like Halloween night. It felt like that same night. And I think with 18, you just had so much backstory to kind of get you caught up to 40 years before you got to Halloween night that it didn't feel like it to me. This one right off the bat, you knew where you were at. So I think that helped a lot with the atmosphere. Um, the Johns, Allison, Karen, young Hawkins, I thought were all characters that were really well done. Even Tommy, um, the tension was improved from the first one, you know, along with with better pacing in a lot of scenes. Um, it, yeah, it felt like a continuation, but also I think it added a lot to 2018 and, and the lore just overall. Again, like you mentioned, Courtney's performance, um, the exploration of the mob mentality, the effects, the consequences that can have. I really liked I really liked all that. Now, upon seeing the trilogy as a whole, I think that this one would have been the best one to kill Laurie in. And I think it would have given a little more depth to the hospital thing, uh, hospital scene had it been done then, um, which I do feel like was a con. Most of those scenes missed the mark and, and dragged on a little bit. But I, I will also die on the hill that this should have been the final one. Like if you were going to kill Myers, have it been, you know, after this mob battle from his wounds. And if you were going to leave it like it played out, it would have been an ending that I feel like was ambiguous enough and left open-ended enough to be fined. I mean, if we never saw another one, we've seen that how many times in the Halloween franchise? Um, again, if you killed Lori off, if you just left her in the hospital, that would have been weird and wouldn't have worked. But um, the dialogue was iffy in some places. I will say that. But and I think Lori's arc 
being a lot of the same from the original arc minus the brother sister angle was a mistake. Like we are, we're erasing all the sequels, but we continue to recycle the stuff from the originals. I remember, you know, we touched on that, but still, it still doesn't work for me. But overall, I fucking love this movie. I stand by that nine I gave it when we originally recorded it. I loved it. Uh, look, so with time, and re- I'm a little bit higher on Halloween Kills than I was when I saw it. Um, now I didn't hate it or anything, but I, but but I'm certainly higher on it now than I was with the first time I saw it, you know, fresh out of the theater where I had a little bit of frustration with the mob scene, uh, which in hindsight, I don't hate, but I still don't love all the hospital stuff I could leave on the table. Like I really don't need any of that. Part of the, of the reason is because of the stuff Brian just mentioned, which I have some thoughts on. I'm going to save until we kind of wrap up the individual movies, but look, let's start with some positives here. They capture Halloween night. Absolutely fucking perfectly to me. That feels like a Halloween movie. Uh, love the cinematography. The way they portray Myers on screen is maybe the best that there's ever been. Uh, and that includes 2018 and 78. Like, look, 78, you know, again, one of my, you know, top five movies of all time as far as a favorite goes. You know, in the this is as close as they've ever gotten to hitting that same mystique to me of the shape, using it correctly. Uh, I think they do a great job with Michael Myers in this movie. And, of course, James Drew Courtney, massive positive as usual. I love the characters in this movie. I think for all the crap that, you know, the character of Tommy got, I thought it was really well well done. Uh, And, you know, to to just have all these callbacks to the original – these are their, their, these characters 40 years later, I think is a nice touch. And I don't think any of it fell out of place. I mean, Lindsay Wallace, even like just all these characters, you know, portrayed by the original actor, you know, like I think there's a, a really good nucleus of characters here, uh, you know, all three Strode women. And I do think, as much as I like the Laurie Strode character, I do think this movie is actually helped by the lack of her presence a little bit, uh, mostly because we can focus on. What most people come to a to a Halloween movie to see, and that's Michael fucking Myers kill people, and this movie does that. Hence the name Halloween Kills. Speaking of kills, all the kills are great. Like I, I have a really hard time finding a negative kill in this movie. Uh, man, and the scene at the house with the fire is so fucking perfect. Uh, I, I, I love it. It's a badass scene, maybe the best scene in the franchise as a whole. Um, I do like the Bob kill a lot though. But look, a lot of positives, you know, to, to piggyback off of everything you guys said, it has come up for me some because I'm willing to forgive some of the lack of story, but it, it, it's still a negative. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind I would like a little bit of a better plot development, especially knowing now what we get with ends. Like, I think Brian makes a great point. If you're going to do this, just end it here because this is an extension of Halloween 2018. And I think they played it that way which is really weird because they've already done that once in this franchise <laughs> with Halloween one and two. I'll save it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, again, I think it's, it's gone up in my ranking. Some, I do enjoy it a lot more. Um, you know, I do have some problems with the, if I could fast forward through all the hospital scenes, which I try not to do because I like to watch the movie in full, but I, I have kind of skipped ahead a little bit 
on my most recent rewatch by just like, I don't care about anything going on in these hospitals. I really, really don't. Mr. One and a half speed likes, he likes to complain. Well, I don't, hey, I would never disrespect Michael Myers by watching one and a half speed. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Before you go, Dustin, I want to agree with you, Mike. Uh, Like when we, when we interviewed Robert England, you know, towards the end, he would speak on like shows he just watched as comfort food. And Halloween Kills is a comfort movie for me. Like, there's like I know there's not the biggest plot. There's no twist coming. Like if you, if you're watching like a fucking Saw movie or Scream, sure. you're trying to figure out the twist. You're trying to figure out all right who's the killer. I'm just enjoying what I'm watching. I'm just I, I can relax sure. and just enjoy these flashback scenes. I can enjoy you know Karen and Allison in the uh, uh, the guy over here who doesn't care about a real life serial killer. Okay, anywho, uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you can just watch Michael Myers be Michael Myers, sure. and it's just – it's easy watch, and it's fun. Like, you're not having to, like – you're not – it's not – speaking of A24, we'll talk about that right, later. No, but you're really, not getting really. real deep into a story. You're just enjoying what you're watching, yeah, and I sure. like that. Well, uh, yep. To me, I mean, not getting real deep in the story is different than there not being a fucking story. <laughs> That's my biggest gripe. There, here's the thing. Halloween – was an hour and 46 minutes. Halloween Kills is an hour and 46 minutes. That's three hours. You could have cut 20 minutes of this movie and slapped this on the end of Halloween, and it would have been so much better. Like It would have made so much more sense. You don't have to have a separate release for this. The story wasn't deep enough. Um, I agree, though, the, the violence and the kills and the, the Michael Myers that we got in this movie is... God, probably, you know, best in the franchise off top of my head that can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. I would have to say that, though. Uh, it, this was this is phenomenal. Um, another huge positive, Andy Matichak. Um, I really like that. Who? Andy Matichak. I don't think, you, I don't think you've brought her up before. Um, anyway, um, it just it was just so unnecessary. That was my biggest gripe about it. Um, the how the hospital scene. Yeah, it became corny. You said "Evil Dies Tonight" so much that it became corny, and I, I don't, I don't get behind that. The little, uh, just the attempted swerve when the wrong kid died, or the, you know, they, they, they go after the wrong person. Uh, it's don't like that. Um, I gave yeah, it a six. That is stupid. Yeah, it's just, it was because it's an unnecessary. The dude's nowhere near as big as Michael Myers, like. The yeah. fuck are you chasing him for? But yeah. I mean, it was it was to their credit. It was trying to speak on just mob mentality as a whole and the consequences from from stuff like that. From just you know, I mean, I, I get it, I get not liking it, but I also, I guess, I can see that from his. Yeah, side. but a mob has to realize like this guy is tiny, like he's a short, um, stubby guy. Michael Myers is, I mean, James E. Court is what six five, six six. Yeah, so, Which I still got, think is. Hey, I still think that's commentary though. Like, I don't love it, but I understand the commentary there is like, we don't give a fuck that this guy doesn't look like Michael Myers. He he might as well be Michael Myers to us, and then they force him out of window. Like, I think there's something to that as far as that goes. Sorry, Dustin, go ahead. No, you're you're fine. You're fine. Because, I mean, Brian, what you were saying there, they were, you know, they were trying to speak on mob mentality and everything. What just popped in my mind when you said that is the gif of Bart Simpson picking up the cake that says, at least you tried and put it in the trash can <laughs> because they missed the mark with it. Yeah, they um, did. I just, I gave it a six and a quarter. I, I wasn't on that episode with you guys, and I don't remember if you, if I sent you guys notes, or I did send you guys notes. I think you read them on the episode, but um, I gave it a six and a quarter then. 
I'd probably be around the same now if we if we redid that just because the movie itself I would give lower, but the violence and and Michael Myers, James Hugh Courtney, and Andy Matichek is so good that <laughs> it brings the score up. So yeah, you should rewatch that movie, Son. You like that one a lot. That demonic movie with her God in it. Damn man, I don't even know if I could have her in my house after seeing that movie. That movie fucked me <laughs> up, son. <laughs> All right, let's ju- we'll we'll wrap this uh this reflection episode up with Halloween ends. I think we've all pretty much made our cases made like how we feel about Halloween ends. I'm not going to, you know, bitch too long, but like Brian said, if you just kill off Michael Myers at the end of kills, you can tell this Corey Cunningham story and it's a perfectly fine Halloween ends, but you kept him alive. And then you flash forward four years and then you made Michael Myers a bummy bitch that's living in the sewer eating rats. It's like you just you spent the past like Dustin mentioned two movies an hour and forty six minutes long of making Michael Myers the most badass person who ever walked the earth. Now he's getting bitched by Corey Cunningham. It's like did, I really want to know did COVID like really like you know the delay and everything did it really fuck up his storytelling? Did he change on the fly what was going on? Did did Jamie Lee Curtis interfere and say I don't Jamie want Lee this Curtis? Happen. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, no, I mean. I think- I think the only delay that uh, interfered in this movie is the developmental delay of the people that wrote it. I mean, and Danny McBride's coming out now saying, yeah, I understand why the fans are pissed. Like, I think, I think if Danny McBride was keeping it 100, he would say, this is some bullshit. (laughs) Like, you know, like, like, but I will give some positives. The movie is really well acted. It's really well made. Rohan Campbell, Say what you want to yeah. about Corey Cunningham. Yeah. Does a fantastic job with his character. I agree. Like I mentioned on our review, I'm not going to hate on that kid. He did his thing. Right. He acted his ass off. He made his money. He did. he did a fine job. I'm not hating on him at all. Do I like the writing of his character in the movie? No, I don't. But, you know, hey, he's an actor, and he did what he was paid to do. Uh, shout out to him. But, yeah, I mean, you wasted a lot of characters. You brought back Lindsay. You brought back uh, Sheriff... Not Frank, or if you brought back Frank Hawkins, they were barely in the movie. And yep. then you brought back the uh, the one lady, I can't remember her name, the black lady who got stabbed in the throat with the yeah, light that, bulb. Come like, on, how did come she on, survive? Come I mean, on. come on. God, I forgot it's about like, that. That just like made that, me mad. That was a sympathetic scene of a character you had familiarity with from the previous movie. And then you brought her back for no reason. It's just, you yeah. know, Halloween Ends would have been a fine movie like we've all mentioned if you just kill Myers off and then you tell a Corey story. That's fine. I, I would have been okay with it. But what they built up the final, the finale for the trilogy and what, what we got, just it didn't work. Like, I'm not bitter like I was last year, but I'm not going to watch the movie again. And I'm not a completionist. I'm with you, Brian. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not buying the piece of shit. <laughs> if, Dustin wants to buy, if Dustin wants to buy it and bring it down when it comes to the Miami game for me to have, sure, but I'm not going to watch yeah, it. Same I'm here. Gonna, I, I'm, I'm not going to pay for it. Uh, they missed the mark. But we got Halloween 18 and kills, and I'm I'm thankful for that. So I'll shout out DGG for that. But you whiffed on the third. On you 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 fucked up the finale. Brian, you want to give your thoughts? Yeah, I, I loathe this movie. I, I I'll never forget the anticipation that we all had the night that it came out. You know, Nico changed his plans to go to the theater because we were all watching that shit on Peacock, and he couldn't stand it. I remember us all kind of you know watching it around the same time, but holding off on our opinions. And I remember typing the exact text as I believe I, I don't I think it was the first one of us to really break the seal and say yeah 
I don't think I liked this. I think that's exactly what I said. Like, I was like, I don't think I like this. Or maybe, maybe Mike did. I'm not sure. It, it um, was you. And then I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, pros though. The opening scene. I, I didn't mind that. Um, the score again, probably the single best thing about this entire trilogy besides Courtney. Uh, and, and like Nico said, I also want to give props to Roham Campbell for his, his performance. His performance is not what I had an issue with. Um, but the cons, like literally everything else, like the treatment of the Myers character, they shit on him every chance they 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 got with this. The team up, get the fuck out of here with that. Uh, there's almost nothing paid off from the other two. It just kind of feels disconnected from those, which again, you know, I'll touch on in my closing thoughts of it. But Lori goes from learning it's not all about her in the second one to having it in the end come around to being about her and Myers again, like even holding hands like. Again, dare I say brother and sister, you got rid of that stuff to almost do everything but touch on it exactly the same way later on. Like, what's the point of building up Hawkins and bringing him back to do nothing but a cameo? Like, overall, this shouldn't have been made. You know, again, that's easy to say as a Monday morning quarterback, but it was just so disappointing and frustrating just, you know, talking about it again. Like, DGG, God bless him. We all thought he had a plan and an arc and – Again, I don't know how much was changed from his original plan, just like Nico said. I don't know. Um, but this doesn't seem like a trilogy that was made altogether. It, it, it's, this one's so disconnected from the first two. There had to have been. There had to have been interference somewhere. Um, it just doesn't even feel like a Halloween movie to me. That's, and that's the worst thing I can say about this movie is that it doesn't feel like Halloween. All right. Uh Okay, so I know, look, I gave this movie a five, which I believe was the highest score out of all four of us. It was. Um, and if you recall, I gave my reasons why. I did say there are things that I like about this movie. Um, however, I don't like this movie. Like, I, I cannot express that enough. Like, I do not like this film. However, I like the ideas that I, that this film puts forward. How they execute those ideas are my problem. So I don't mind the Corey Cunningham character. I don't mind this taking place in Haddonfield. I don't mind it connecting to the Strodes. Like none of that bothers me. It is the inclusion of Myers in this movie that really bugs me. Because like Brian just said, it doesn't feel like a fucking Halloween movie. This movie is so weird. Uh, Again, as an anthology, like side, you know, side movie, hey, We've killed Michael Myers and kills. We're going to have this movie that follows up after Corey Cunningham becomes a new Michael Myers-ish character. Okay, I can get down with that. Like, I think that's an okay story. Like, I don't have an issue with that. But I do have an issue with the portrayal of Michael Myers. Like, living in the sewers, eating fucking rats for four years. What are we talking about here, man? Like, that made no sense. And I know COVID gave it a, a big halt. From production and I, what happened between the original intent and what the piece of shit we got on screen? Like again, I, Rohan Campbell did a great job. It's no, it's no slight to him. I, and I, I actually disagree with a lot of people that I actually like the character of Allison in this movie. I think they gave her something to actually do. They gave her a voice. They gave her something to say um, instead of just kind of being Lori's granddaughter. I feel like in this film, she's her own 
fleshed out character. Now you may not like that character, but I like the decision to at least give her something to fucking do because in the first two, she's just a kid. And in this movie, she feels like actually has a story arc in my opinion. So I like that. And I actually like Laurie Strode a lot in this movie. Like I have no qualms with the character of Laurie here. Um, I know a lot of other people did. They said she was too jovial, too happy trying to, you know, move on with it. And I, I, I can understand that. But I actually kind of like that for her. Like, cause in Halloween 2018, I like the portrayal, but let's be honest, she's kind of, it, it is quote unquote all about her, like Brian mentioned. And then kills, we get rid of that. And you're right at, at the end and ends up being all about her again. Cause we're writing a book and holding hands with Michael Myers. And I'll touch on all that in my closing thoughts because that all kind of connects to what I wanted to say. But this movie just to me is so strange. Like, can I give it positives and negatives? Yeah. But to me, I'm kind of missing the mark there too. Like, I just think that this is a, just, it, it, it makes me mad the more I talk about it because I feel like a standalone aside from the Michael Myers character. If you just make that movie, you still have that essence there. Like shit, Michael Myers is gone. This town has nothing to worry about. Psych. Here's fucking Corey Cunningham. I, that sounds great. Like, is it going to kill at the box office? No. Is it going to be my favorite movie of all time? No, but at least you've, you've done away with that character. But when you include the character and you shit all over it, I just don't understand that decision. I really, really don't. So, uh, positives. I, I mean, I guess, you know, the acting like, you know, like you mentioned, and it does feel like fall, but it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. So another mixed bag there. So negatives, a, a lot of shit. Uh, I will say, I, I think that ends has a lot of cool kills. Uh, I think the radio DJ kill as the disc goes around and around and skips over his jaw. I think that's a cool fucking kill. And I think the uh, kill in the, uh, in the junkyard or whatever you call that, you know, with the car, like I think the car kill is cool. Like a lot of cool kills, but outside of that, just not a whole lot of big time positives. Sorry for ranting, but just wanted to defend why I gave it a five. Cause I, I like the bones of the movie, but I don't like the flesh and shit. Pause. <laughs> I'd rather watch bones. Um, no, 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 no. I'd not rather watch bones. I will. Mm, no. Mm -mm. So my biggest positive for this movie is Andy Matichek. Um, I also really like <laughs> the fact that they cast, <laughs> Uh, Kiran, what was his name? Kiran Harris, maybe, as the DJ. Yeah, Kiran Harris. Uh, he's funny as shit. Like, I f used to follow him on Vine way back in the day. And so that was cool seeing him casting this movie as the DJ. Um, I did enjoy, you know, some of the violence and kills that we got. Sure, I'll give you that. But the rest of it's pretty much negative. I gave this movie a 3.75. So did Brian. Nico gave it a 2. Mike gave it a 5. Um, it just, it didn't feel right, especially it felt right for, if you take this one out and put it somewhere else in the, uh, in the release order, because this feels like one of those Halloween movies we got when they were just cranking out whatever, like resurrection and shit. Um, Whoa. <laughs> like it just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel consistent with Halloween 2018 and Halloween kills and, you know, transferring the powers to uh Corey via magical powers and shit fuck that um the biggest thing that was a, a head scratcher for me was Corey getting bullied by band geeks what the fuck kind of alternate universe is this 
these are band nerds and they're bullying him. He does not look like the kind of kid that would be bullied in the first place. Like they did. He's not a puny little punk. I don't know. That really bothered me. Um, it's just, yeah, like I said, it, it's just, you're making a beef Wellington and then you sneeze all in the shit as you get it out of the oven. That's what he did with this. It's not good. <laughs> Alright, I'm a I got a few more things to say and I'm gonna stop just because, you know, this is almost an hour episode now. The re the the biggest reason I wanted to do this episode is cause I'm composed right now. My my heart rate's not through the roof, my breath's not short. Cause I remember doing Man, Halloween you don't ends. Get all hot about it. No, what I'm saying is when we did the Halloween kidding. ends episode, I was still like physically and like emotionally infuriated. Like I I think if you heard my uh my rant at the end, I even I said he bastardized the entire franchise and he took that away from Rob Zombie. Like I, I felt my heart beating so fast. I could barely read my notes. I was so mad, but I, I'm composed. I feel good now. Corey, you should have introduced him in Halloween kills. If you were going to have this character, I could have even got down with, you know, they, they made the mass such a big deal. Like, you know, the podcast is showing the mass to Myers and like all of the patients freaking out. If if Corey finds that mask after Michael is killed in the mob and he takes it, I, I could go with that. Like, would I really buy it? But that's something you could have rolled with. And then I'm right. going to disagree with Mike. This is my last few things. I didn't like the direction of Lori and Allison. Lori, 40 years later, is secluded in this house, in this fortress that's got floodlights. It's got locks everywhere. She's got a gun cabinet. And this is when she knew Michael was locked up. And she was safe. Now, Michael is free for four years and she's baking pies. She's <laughs> she's yep. decorating outside. And she lost her daughter. And she's right. happier than ever. Allison loses her mom. And now her only family is her grandmother, as she called her throughout the franchise. And now she's not buying what grandmother says. She's not as close as can be with grandmother. Did, I, I, I just don't buy it. Like it's bad right. writing. Like you got to stay consistent with your shit, man. Could I know you're going to disagree. That's okay. Could you not make the argument that it's fake on her end to act this way? Like, I think that's the character, or at least that's the way I'm interpreting it. I'm interpreting. This is her new way of coping. She was so far in one direction, one way. Now she's all the way on the opposite end, trying to make up for lost time for being a bad mom, for being a shitty grandma. And like now she's trying to make up for that and overcompensate by, I'm going to fucking bake, I'm going to celebrate Halloween because I've been ruining Halloween for my family for all these fucking years. Like that's the only, like that's the way I interpreted that character, at least for me personally. I could I could definitely see that because you, she's clearly not this happy-go-lucky nice lady. She cut a fucking teenager's tires. Yeah. She's, she's obviously got <laughs> yeah. some problems. Exactly. No, exactly. Like, I think this is just like another aspect of her mental breakdown, in my opinion. Like, she's kind of covering up for, like, to, in her mind, maybe do good by her granddaughter. But to me, she's doing more. Like, even Allison calls her out, like, you're suppressing this. Like, you're not letting your real emotion show. Like, you're, you're still fucking obsessed with Michael Myers. And it's clear by the end of the film, she absolutely is still obsessed with this one night. 44 years ago. So I, I get the complaint. I really do. But that's just my interpretation of the way they wrote the character. And I can see that 100%.
but I'm just going to keep going back to what he already established in his pre- previous sure. two movies. Sure. She, she's in the woods secluded. She goes to, you know, she surprises Allison for her dinner and she starts crying because I just saw him on the bus. Like she can barely yeah. even function like hearing his name or seeing him on a bus. But now after, and this is after, this is 40 years after two, yeah. three friends are killed. Just three yeah. friends. Yeah. This isn't after your daughter gets killed. Tommy, sure. Tommy Doyle, uh, everybody, you know, they're all slaughtered and now you're better. Like it just, yeah, the math ain't mathing for me. Sure. I agree with that. Like you got way more trauma in the past two days than you did 40 years ago. And but now you're baking fucking pies and writing a book. Like, and that's chasing, why I think she's yeah. chasing the bag. And that, <laughs> and that's why I think it's all fake. It's all fake. It's all a front by Lori Strode. Well, I think I think, you're, I think you're giving her too much credit. I think that just I Jamie. Don't know. I think Jamie Lee Curtis just wanted to wrap it up this way, and maybe she made it. She forced it. That's just my uh, opinion. But by uh-huh. the end, she's slicing Michael Myers' arms open. I mean, last thing that I didn't touch on during Halloween ends. Go listen to Scout and Danielle's podcast. Talk scary to me and their experience at Halloween ends, the yep. premiere. I'm, not a, I'm already not a big fan of Jamie Lee Curtis, but I really feel like she's kind of fake and. uh Especially after the story that really? they told about their experience with her, <laughs> how she treated them, and how she treated Heather Langenkamp and others there. Yeah, well, fuck not that. A, I'm not a big fan yeah. of Jamie Lee Curtis, and I agree 100 with you, Brian. I feel like she changed David Gordon Green's story to how she wanted Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I agree with that. You, you know, know if, if they're good with that, then all right. But I'm, you know, I'm not a big fan I, of Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know these people. I'm gonna withhold judgment. Jamie Lee, if you want to come on this podcast, I will go solo. I'm a big fan. Quick thoughts, future, future of the franchise. Quick <laughs> thoughts, future of the franchise. Go ahead, Mike. All right, so really quick, before I do that, I just wanted to say, I wanted to touch on something Brian said like about 20 minutes ago. Um, this trilogy, I, look, I like it, like m- mostly positive things to say, but this trilogy set out to offer a different timeline and do so many different, quote-unquote, things from the original timeline, except for the fact <laughs> That it did all, it hit almost the same exact notes. It's like a cover, like this trilogy compared to the original first three movies of the franchise. It's almost like Vanilla Ice saying he didn't sample fucking under pressure. Yes, the fuck you did, asshole. You sampled it. You, it's the same fucking backbeat. No, yeah, yeah, it's the same, but it's different. That's a good point. Uh, I, I, I mean, look, Halloween 2018 is very much like the original and that's fine. Then you get the Halloween Kills and we're at Haddonfield Memorial again. Lori's in the hospital for the whole movie. Like, it, there's so many same things. And even Halloween Ends has the same font, the season of the witch. It's got, a, you know, a lot. It, it's so different from the rest. Like, it has a lot of, like, funky things it does. Like, we're just hitting the, the same notes. And so I do, as much as I like this trilogy, or the first two movies anyway, uh, I don't know if it was entirely necessary if we were just going to do the same shit again. But anyway, um, anyway, future of the franchise. Um, I don't want to see a TV series. The only way I want to see a TV series is if it's some kind of anthology type thing, maybe just different stories around Haddonfield or something. Like, I don't need a Michael Myers TV series. Michael Myers is so much better when it's kept very simplistic. Uh, you shoot, you know, Michael Myers the right way with the right lighting, the right score, make it scary, make it simple, simple, scary, stupid, as I like to call it. That's the best Michael Myers. And to me, that doesn't go over well to a TV series. 
I do think a anthology thing could work. If you're going to make another movie, it has to include Myers. I don't care what anybody says, how big of a fan they are of Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. That movie will not work if they redo it. It will, if they call it Halloween Season of the Witch, it will not work as a standalone film. It didn't work in 1980, whatever, and it's not going to work now. Uh, it has its fans, but it's, it, 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 it has its small section of fans for a reason. Uh, it, it's just, it's just one of those things. I don't think now you can call it Season of the Witch and not include Halloween at all. And maybe it does a little better, but if you put that, that, that little ho- that holiday at the front, it needs to include Michael Myers. Don't know where it's going to go. I kind of don't want it to go to A24. I don't want any of my slashers to go there. Let them keep creating original content without different IPs. Uh, it just doesn't. Well, I just don't think A24 needs those established IPs. Like let, let them keep creating original content that I like. And then, uh, we'll let these IPs go to other people that maybe could do a better job getting closer to the source material. At least you know that's that nice A24 is not going to crank out some dog shit like Halloween uh, I, ends, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know. Think, I think if Ty West got a hold of it, he could do a good job. Okay, I'd be willing to give Ty West a shot. Ty Michael West would be do a fucking good job. Scarecrow if he got a hold of it. What the hell are we doing right? here? Right? <laughs> All right. Now, that's a completely different kind of movie, let's be <laughs> that's honest. True. That's true. Come All on. Right, come but, on. But, but think, Brian. You're not a big fan of the original Texas Chainsaw. But you loved X, and they're pretty similar movies. I think Tyler could do a good job if he wanted to. I'm not saying he wants to, but like I, w- I mean, I wouldn't want Ari Aster doing a Halloween okay. movie. But Tyler yeah. West, I would trust. Oh yeah, sign here's, me up. Here's my last thing. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Do, if they do a TV series, and let's say you can even put it in the Michael Myers universe, even I, I just don't know if I'd include Michael Myers. Mike Flanagan. I want Mike Flanagan to have. A Halloween TV series. I think that has the potential to be really fucking cool. An anthology one, not not just straight Michael Myers. I wouldn't have seen Flanagan. Um, my thoughts on the future. That's where we're at, right? Lost track. Um, let it breathe, man. For the love of God, let it breathe. We. I agree there. I don't want any new Halloween content for a decade. Not not a day sooner. Let it breathe. 50 it, years it's, old, happening, it's happening in 28. I'm going to be 50 years old, bro. I'm going to be dead, so I don't really give a shit when man, they make the next one. Shut um, the fuck up, Mike. I, I think, I think uh, Nico agrees. I, I want to give me some James Wan Halloween. Am I right? Hell yeah, brother. I knew it. I knew it. That's jump jump scares <laughs> everywhere. Jump scares no, everywhere. Oh, that's not I'm the right guy. No, actually, give me Michael Bay. Give me Michael Bay. Oh, uh, there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> Shut his mic off. Michael Bay and Marcus Dustin. <laughs> you like that? You like the Friday the Thirteenth? Didn't Michael Bay do that shit with Marcus Dustin? Yep. Platinum yep. Dunes. Yeah, but Platinum the, yeah, Dunes but Michael did. Bay has gone so far. He down. just he just owned the company. He didn't do that. Shit. Yeah, I, I don't want say. Michael Bay like traditional Michael Bay. I want like fucking explosions on a bridge. <laughs> he wants Transformers. Yeah, I want Transformers. Michael Bay. <laughs> um, might as well cast Shia LaBeouf as as Michael. Um, Might as well. I, oh, you know, fuck off. I'm just kidding. This is all jokes. <laughs> My sincere wishes for this franchise is let it breathe, man. Let it breathe. I don't don't give us anything too soon. You just gave us a trilogy. What what are we gonna do? Like make us shove Halloween so far down our throats that when we fart, it's gonna smell like 
Laurie Strode's breath. No, just let it breathe. Jesus Christ. I agree, Dustin. I'm going to be short and sweet. At least, I mean, whoever buys the rights, I don't care. Take your time. Do your, like, do your homework. Get a good story and whatever you do, roll with it in 28. 2028, the 50 year anniversary, it's going to happen in 2028 by then. And I'm here for it. I think, I mean, that's five years. I mean, what? That's six years since Halloween ends. I think that's a good time to rest and do it big. Like, do it right. Do it big. Don't do no bullshit, but do your homework. Bring back Busta Rhymes and LL Cool J. Have them in the same movie. Yeah, I agree. Do it big. Jesus Christ. And Kid Cudi, (laughs) by God. And Kid Cudi. (laughs) He's a damn fine actor. Shit. I've let my my thoughts pr- be pretty well known on this in our group chat. Like I still stand by them. There's only one thing that I want to see, and that's a Jamie Lloyd Daniel Harris led requel that does what Saw just did and goes after four. Like bring Ellie Cornell back as Rachel, Retcon five and six. I did Hell an yeah. entire treatment on our blog over at don'tgooutthere.com. Um, I think it would be perfect. I don't want to see anything else. Like if there are any other plans, I don't care to see it. I certainly don't want to see a Halloween three universe bullshit thing either. Mike, I don't want to see another remake. Let those be, you know, zombies thing. And that's it. You know what, what will they'll do? Fuck if I know. Uh, I'm just going to read our social media comments and we'll get out of here. Twitter first. Mookie said ends. Uh, it would be a mid movie. It wasn't a Halloween movie. It being a Halloween movie made it trash. The only decent one was Halloween 2018 in his trilogy. I want him to stay away from horror. Rob Zombie's Halloween movies are way better. Whew. My man let the chopper sing right there. Sean Irwin said, while ends was bad, I still give him, he says four, but I'll say I still give him credit is what I'm assuming he meant for ending the movie on his terms and not the fans. Took a lot of balls. I'll give him credit for that. Kevin Scanlon said, as for DGG in his trilogy, 2018 is still great. I like kills more now than when I first saw it, but still have problems with it and ends is straight up garbage. And I plan to never watch it again. Terrible ending for Michael. Sean, I would like to say, I would like to know if that was really DGG's plans to do it on his own terms, or if that was Jamie Lee Curtis's. <clears throat> Jamie, I'm going to say Jamie, uh, Instagram speculation, whiskey, coffee time <laughs> said kills will stand the test of time and end up more appreciated in the long run. Peak Michael, Unbelievably, Rotten Tomatoes has ends at 1% higher than kills as of today, 10 3 We'll be curious how the group feels about that. I think it's bullshit. End sucks. Trash. All right, Jay Hambrick, 88, still can't stand Halloween ends. I think kills was the best out of the trilogy. Hell yeah, brother. And that's it for social media. Uh, appreciate my co-host for doing this show. Uh, kind of on a whim. It was fun. I had a good time. A uh, good discussion. I know Brian loves a good discussion episode. Uh <laughs> Uh, leave your thoughts and your uh, on our social media posts. We'd love to hear them. Y'all have a good one. Happy Halloween. Just want to remind everybody. Uh-huh.